Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me here today, over the interwebs, is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? So today we're going to do kind of how we've been trying to do this discussion-y, sort of have video cast, have podcast kind of thing, um, and cover some news, do a little, probably a lot of talking about Kingdom Hearts 3, because... Apparently, Spence here is uh, basically done with the game. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. The game's been out for two days, and he's done already. <laughs> 20, 26 hours and 38 minutes, and I actually have it on right now. <laughs> it's paused and muted so that Alex can't hear anything. I need to go finish it after this. Because I am not done yet. Uh, so we'll get to not that. Not even close, yeah. Uh, and we'll also talk about some general news, and then there's also a bunch of Nintendo news that has come out uh, this week that we're talking about. So first... Um, I want to talk about, I want to follow up a little bit on um, games we've been playing that aren't Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, I know you said that you touched Celeste a little bit last week. Yes. This is one of the games with gold, I think. Yes. What, what was that like for you? Very ragey. Um, Very ragey. <laughs> I got to uh, the third or fourth world in it, or level or whatever you want to call it. Right. And okay. at that point, I was just getting super pissed off. And I was just like, All right, <laughs> I, I can't handle any more of this. I got to put it down. Okay. Uh, and then... And then literally like two days later, King Hearts came out. So I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll maybe I'll go back to it. But this is literally the only game I've been playing since it came out. So right, <laughs> as as I'm sure we can tell with the uh, the hour log. Yeah, we're being almost done. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I I actually ordered a copy of Celeste from Limited Run Games for the Switch, and um, I've not gotten it yet because there's this whole thing where they like right after Limited Run sold the game. Uh, the developers were like, hey, we're going to add this this free level pack that you can download if you have the game already. So then a bunch of people were like, hey, limited run. Why don't you just wait for that level pack to come out before you send everybody their game? And then they're like, maybe we will. And as far as I know, they haven't decided if they're doing that or not yet. So I'm still just waiting on my copy to show up. Right. Uh, I have not played it yet, but I'm excited for it. Um, I'm still working my way through New Super Mario Brothers 2 on 3DS. Um, I'm uh, at the end of World 3 right now, and it's, I mean, it's fun. It's sort of the opposite of Celeste, I imagine, in the sense that it's not really difficult at all. It's more like just a fun, you know, obstacle course kind of game. Right. And, you know, my challenge is to try to get all the different gold coins in every level and all the different hidden exits. Um, and, yeah, just having, having some fun with that. I actually played this one level with the mini mushroom where you shrink down. Right. And it makes, makes Mario a little bit more floaty than normal. Uh, I played uh, that level over and over again, trying to figure out where one of the coins were to the point that like I went to another level after that and just did like a normal Mario jump and expected him to like launch like he normal like he does with the mini mushroom and it didn't happen and I just fell right into the water and died. <laughs> but, um, other than that, it's fun. I mean, I know a lot of people like to bag on that series, so I'm actually kind of impressed so far with, uh, with how I like it. Uh, and then of course, I've also, so I've been playing that like at work basically. Um, and at home, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts. Um, right. And I played some Smash today, but we'll get to Smash when we talk about Nintendo stuff. Uh, cool. So some uh, some random news of the week. Uh, so first, we'll, let's follow up with um, that Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, I don't know actually. If Project Z. Or not. Yeah, Project Z that we had talked about last time. Yes, which, we got a trailer uh, this time. Trailer, yeah. Um, now, so my reaction to the trailer was that I was like, yes, this looks cool. I like the graphical style that they're using. Looks like it's on the Unreal Engine. Probably. Just like, just like Jump Force, because Jump Force is on Unreal Engine 4, I believe. Um, well, those, I mean, I think that they look, Jump Force looks really different compared to um, Project Z, I think, anyway. Um, I think Project Z looks sort of somewhere in between, like, the sort of Xenoverse style they were doing and the Fighter Z style that they're, that they're right. going for. Um, somewhere in between those two, which is cool. Um, but it's mostly like a story trailer. There's what appears to be just shots of Goku walking around at the end, which some yes. people have interpreted to mean that the game is going to be open world. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have no information other than, other than the story trailer looks cool. It, it looks like it's all, all we've got is what, that he goes up to Frieza saga, right? That's like, what it looks that's like. As far as the trailer different. went. Yeah, so but it also starts before where Dragon Ball Z starts. It looks right. like where Piccolo's fighting in Dragon Ball. Right. And also like that sequence um 
maybe I'm misremembering. I, did, I didn't get to, I didn't rewatch it again, but, but I, it didn't look like it was any particular moment. Like in like when he's been interacting with Piccolo, it didn't seem like it was any particular moment in the series. So I'm wondering if it's gonna introduce some new story stuff, which would be neat. Right. You know, like as much as I love like the first arc of, of Dragon Ball Z, uh, we've played you it so many times. I was gonna say you can only play it so, so many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like. Can we uh, try something else, maybe? Right. Um, we need a super, like an actual super game that follows that arc. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know what Kai Tenkaichi 3 did with all of the individual arcs. Exactly. Um, which would be you just, just, you know, different, you know? Yeah. Um, as much as people like to bag on, like, the fighter's story as being not very good, um, it's it's cool that it's that they're at least trying to do something different, you know what I mean? Um, but I know, I mean, I don't know, it's one of those, it's one of those things where if you're going to get like a true sort of RPG, especially if it's like an open world RPG, where you can just fly around and do all kinds of junk, you know, on some level you would want to be able to have that experience through the Saiyan Saga and the Frieza Saga. You know what I mean, like that's kind of right. what it would be like. You can explore that um, at that time. Um, so that's cool. I mean, there's, there's sort of, drip feeding information on that one so we'll see where it goes it's supposed to pretty sure this is supposed to come out sometime in 2019 it did yeah um so that's a pretty quick turnaround i mean i guess we don't really know how far they've gone into it but the fact they didn't really show any gameplay but they're still saying it's gonna come out this year is kind of surprising to me but um i guess we'll see um they've also said they're adding uh videl and jiren to fighters um, I think they're actually playable right now. I have not played them. Obviously, I haven't touched that game since. <laughs> since you've been I haven't. Them all week. Well, I haven't even touched that game since release, like the first two weeks of. No, oh, really. Of it, yeah, I haven't. Uh, it was alright. Right. Okay. I was disappointed by the story, just like like you said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm thinking of getting back into it now that there's like some. They're doing essentially a second season pass now at this point which to me is like this is probably a good time to get back into it if you haven't really done anything with it recently um i know that i sort of tried to make like actually learning how to play smash this time more of a priority in terms of like what fighting game do i want to how to play this year um right. so maybe i'll have some time to to get back into that now but i think that, that i think that patch is actually live and the pass for it is live like right now actually so you know you can fire it up if you wanted to so cool Go check that out Definitely good time to be a Dragon Ball fan. You still need to see the Broly movie. Um, it's yes, actually it's actually leaked online. I've seen already. I've seen people posting links to it on YouTube. So um, while I I do not officially condone, I don't know because it's not really piracy. If somebody else somebody else is committing piracy and you're just like watching their uh, <laughs> their stream, it's there. not illegal to stream. Or it's <laughs> not illegal to view it. It's not illegal to view it via stream. It's illegal to download it. Yeah, so don't download and distribute it. But if you just happen to stumble across it being hosted on YouTube, which is a public platform, um, it's uh, it's up there. So I've seen people sharing that with me already. Um, so yeah, it's a good time to be a Dragon Ball fan. I actually, I might have mentioned before, I, I finished my manga collection. Yes. Dragon Ball this last week. So I'm excited about that. Well, yeah, that, that was completed when I came and visited you. Uh, yeah, I think that might have been like the day or the day after. It was the day after I looked at, I looked at it. Because yeah. I saw the um, the the story of Jacko. Yeah, you had Jacko, intergalactic patrolman. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I had this weird thing where I had to fill in like numbers like eighteen, nineteen, through I think like twenty four, because I bought like all of Dragon Ball and up through I think volume sixteen of Dragon Ball Z at a used bookstore, and then they also had number twenty six for some reason. So then I had to slowly like fill in all the other ones. And then this, this Christmas, I was finally like, you know what? We're just going to finish it. We're going to do it. And then I'm going to be able to go back through and read it. And on another shelf that you can't see right now on the camera, so I'm not going to bother trying to move over to it, is uh, I have, I'm starting to collect Dragon Ball Super as well. So that's cool. Yeah, good times for Dragon Ball fans. So I wanted to bring this up, this Metro Exodus thing, because it's not a game that I've like, have really followed or had much interest in. Um, I'm aware of the series. But basically, they announced this week that it was going to be moving to the Epic Game Store as an exclusive. The problem, though, is that it's been available to pre-order on Steam for months now. So Steam 
on the store page, like if you if you go to Steam and search for Metro Exodus, it doesn't come up anymore. But the store page is still there. Like if you just can find the page through Google. And they have this note on there from Steam where they're like, uh, sales of Metro Exodus has been discontinued due to the publisher decision to make the game exclusive to another PC store. Um, they've assured them that everybody who already pre-ordered the game is going to be able to get it. And then Steam throws like some major shade <laughs> at the end there where they say that we think the decision to remove the game is unfair to Steam customers, especially after a long pre-sale period. And uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm turning my computer on right now to, uh, to take a look at that. Yeah. So yeah, let me see I would like to see. I'll send you this link. Cause it's kind of like when I first read it, it like made me laugh and I was thinking about it and I was just like, you know what? Like there's the actual link that you can just go to. Um, because you probably have to like type that in or just like I, I you know if you just google metro exodus steam you should be able to find it because i couldn't find it through the store itself but yeah i mean the uh, deep silver the publisher have said that they you know wanted to move over to the epic store because it was a better deal for them the game's actually i think ten dollars cheaper on the epic game store than it is on steam and other and like if you were to get like the console version right and um Actually, I don't even know if there is a console version of that I said that out loud. Anyway, uh, the Steam price was $60, but it's $50 on the Epic Games Store, you know, which is designed to entice people to go get it from the Epic Games Store, but also underscores how you know, the publisher is getting a much better, bigger, much better deal through Epic than they would have been getting through Steam. Let's see this. Top stories after Epic Store deal, Steam users review um, Metro games. Yeah, so that's another, the other thing is that uh, people have really gone after their uh, their previous games and gave them like review, negative review hmm. to complain about it. Just interesting. Oh yeah, only well, release on the Epic Store, but. Move from Steam to Epic says that people who ordered a physical edition will not be affected. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So I don't know. I kind of wonder. If, yeah, it's just the beginning of the uh, the promised paradigm shift that uh, that Epic Game Store has has been uh, wanting to have happen. You know, like I know that yeah, a lot of people, have... and understandably, like it is kind of crappy that the game has been available on Steam. And now, you know, I know this is a single-player game, you know, so it's not as right. moving plat like it's not as if you had, you know, a multiplayer game on on Xbox and suddenly like, oh, we're not going to be on Xbox anymore. We're moving it over to to PlayStation. But if you had it on Xbox already, you can still play, you know, with whoever is left there. You know what I mean? It's a single-player right. game, but I can understand a lot of people. People, I mean, people are invested in Steam. It's an ecosystem at this point, you know. Definitely. So, um, maybe we'll see more big publishers doing this. Yeah, so, I'd like to see how this unravels. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like a sort of mid-tier, you know, publisher mid-tier game. In my, in my opinion, anyway. You know, I know that when when Epic first sort of pitched this store, their whole thing was this is going to be really great for indie developers that haven't been getting a good cut from Steam. So the fact that they're going after higher level people now is is pretty telling you know pretty telling <laughs> but we'll see how that one pans out for everybody involved um let's do some nintendo news so for starters so by the time people hear this it will have been too late for you to redeem your nintendo points <laughs> to register for piranha plant in smash but if you did that already you should be getting a code at some point spence i know you're still waiting for yours to play as Piranha Plant and Smash. Now I played as I played as Piranha Plant a little bit today. So when you get a chance, hopefully within the next week we'll be able to follow up on this and I'll spend more time with it and you'll also be able to touch it a bit. Uh, really weird character is sort of <laughs> the kind of only thing I can really say about it. Um, his up special is fantastic because it spins his leaves like a little helicopter and he just like shoots up into the air. But you could also control the direction that he goes. So you can start going straight up and then like turn in midair. So it kind of gives you 
like really weird movement options and also like if you if you go to shoot for somebody like that's above you but then they like air dodge to the side you can try to like correct them try to get them um, that's pretty then, cool um his his uh, neutral special he like shoots at a I'm still trying to figure this all the applications out for this one but he like shoots like a spike ball up into the air and he can also like at it to have it like go off in a different direction um so like it's kind of like if you're like above somebody i've been able to like shoot it down towards other people um, right and then he can like the down special he like goes into his pipe and then shoots out like straight up in the air or off to the sides um if you can like tilt them over and then the uh, side specials are like you can inhale and like hold poison gas and then exhale you know to like sort of trap your enemies for a minute or sort of it i feel like that's best used not just for damaging them but also like to trap them so that you can then do one of your set, up, set up a combo yeah you know, so so yeah so weird character yes so we've talked about prime plant so there's some rumors that nintendo plans on releasing a smaller version of the switch sometime this year and yes so this is something that's been like speculated on for a while that they they would do that, but this new report comes from a Japanese magazine, I believe. What's the name of Nikai? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of site this is. Um, this is in Japanese, and <laughs> and um, but apparently they. Are planning to um, release something during this fiscal year, so sometime between April first, twenty nineteen, and March thirty first, twenty twenty, which is is pretty non-committal as far as making that kind of you know plan goes. Um, right. But I don't know. I, I guess I sort of expected them to to do to like discount the current model of Switch and do like a Switch Pro instead. Right. But instead, they're making like a Switch Mini, right? Possibly. I mean, again, this is sort of unsubstantiated. Right. All rumors, rumors. Um, but this isn't just like. I think this is probably the first time we've actually heard from like a source saying, "Hey, we're here. Nintendo is doing this, and they're planning on doing it this year." Before right. that, it was just like, "This makes sense for them. They're probably going to do it." I mean, the thing that makes me think that it might be this, this could be the case is the fact that they're still planning on Pokemon coming out, like the official real Pokemon game coming out this year. And Let's Go did really well, obviously, but they're probably looking at it and seeing, you know, we could sell a lot more if we got them, you know, if we got the Switch to like a lower price point that children are more comfortable having, basically. You know, because a lot of... Right. A lot of younger kids that would have the DS at its much cheaper price probably don't have 3DSs yet, you know. So they can release a smaller version at a cheaper price around the same time as Pokemon Gen 8 is coming out. It's Gen 8, right? Um, same time Pokemon's coming out, then you know that's probably the most likely scenario that would happen. You know, definitely seems to be that way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, but again, I mean, them saying sometime this fiscal year is kind of like it could be any time. We'll, we'll see. Right. Yeah. So, a lot, so a lot of this is all news that is unconfirmed, but right. Well, well, not all of it, but a lot of it. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, whether or not that's going to happen or not. Um, speaking of fiscal year things, so Mario Kart Tour, the mobile game, was supposed to come out. This is, this is why I'm like, you know, the whole fiscal year thing is them making like a promise that they're working on something. And it's like a it's like a stockholder's promise, you know. You're telling your stockholders, hey, this year you're going to make money because we're going to do this kind of thing. So they promised last right. year that Mario Kart Tour on mobile would be out by the end of March 2019, which is the end of that fiscal year. And they announced today, like this is an official announcement from Nintendo. That it's getting delayed. It's, yeah. It's getting pushed to sometime during the summer. Um, I mean, I guess kind of like, 
like with like the Metroid Prime delay, which I don't think we talked about last week. Um, you know, Nintendo's thing is, has for a while has been delay the game, don't release a broken game <laughs> that we don't like. You know, and especially yeah. after like the backlash to Super Mario Run when that first came out. You know, I can see yeah. have all of our ducks in a row. Yeah, having having a little more caution instead of releasing it right away. Right. Have you heard anything about like Metroid the the Metroid Prime, like what fans are saying? Anything like that? Their reactions to the delay. Yeah. I mean, so far, it seems as if everybody is feeling like that sucks, but thanks for telling us. Basically, like every right. the, the number one response I saw was just sort of shock at oh my god, Nintendo is being so open about this, you know? Like, it's not normally their style. Um, so, the fact that... So that, and then also people saying, like, you know, if, if you're going to make the game better, then we'll wait for it. I think that if, if Retro wasn't involved, Retro Studios, who have made the first three Prime games, if they were like, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're going to hand this off to literally anybody else you know monolith is going to do the next game um actually that might have been interesting but anyway but if they're like we're going to have somebody else do this game that's not retro studios then people might have been like oh well, what the hell why don't you just have retro work on this game you know but the fact right. that they're like we're bringing in retro studios to basically save this game i think that's why fans are more on board with it you know fair i mean i've only played the first metroid prime so i wouldn't really consider myself a huge fan of the series um, I didn't even know too. there were. I didn't even know there was a third one. Yeah, third one is on the Wii, only on the Wii. Um, Where's the second one? First two were on GameCube. I didn't. I didn't know. Third I know one the first Wii. one was. And then they did a collection of all three of them on the GameCube, which I mean, this also there was a huge rumor going around before the Game Awards that they were going to announce a Metroid Prime trilogy collection at the Game Awards. For Switch for sometime this year, and then later they'd follow it up with, you know, a release date for Metroid Prime Four. The fact that they didn't do that, and then followed up with this news that hey, we're delaying Metroid Prime Four. I mean, maybe the delay is an explanation for why the collection hasn't been announced. You know, because there's a lot of people, a lot of people saying that it exists. You know, it's just a matter of like when is it happening. You know, so that could be what's sort of going on behind the scenes. You know, and it's also probably the reason why we didn't get. A Nintendo Direct this month. Normally, I think the last couple of years we've had a January Direct and we didn't have one this year. Um, presumably because, you know, this big news that they had, the big news they had this month was basically bad news. So <laughs> why would they want to tell you that? Fair. Well, obviously some changes going on at Nintendo. They also announced another mobile game, Dr. Mario World. Um, the puzzle game, Dr. Mario, going to be on mobile now. I think that's a good fit. You know, I like... Right. As much as I thought that I was going to hate playing Tetris on my phone. I've actually gotten used to it. And it's like a fun challenge to sort of fight against the, the weird controls. <laughs> so I'm okay Hopefully with the same thing with Dr. Mario. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with Dr. Mario world on mobile. That could be fun. So Nintendo do your best. You got a lot. They just have a lot going on on their development slate right now. You know, I'm not at all surprised that like a couple things are getting pushed because there's just so much that they've promised people at this point, you know? Right. So let's all just be grateful that Nintendo's back and they're doing well. And that they're being open about it. And they're being open about it. Yeah. For a company that in the past has been kind of secretive about their business. Yes. Uh, Okay. Moving on. Big topic of the day. (laughs) Yes. Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Have, you this? Have you heard of this game? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, you know, oh, I, I, I have no, I have, I, I have no idea. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. I should have hung up. I should have hung up my flag right there. <laughs> oh, they gave you the. I didn't get a flag because I ordered it online. I ordered it online from GameStop, and I got my flag. So they sent you one in the mail. Yeah, it, it came in the box. I wonder. So actually, now that I'm thinking about it. So I. Like a dumbass, but I guess it doesn't matter since they... So I ordered a PlayStation Pro console, the one that they ended up canceling a whole bunch of orders for on last Friday. So I spent all weekend just panicked 
that I wasn't going to get mine. And then it shipped out on Monday. But what I ordered was the, the uh, I thought this was a dumb decision at the time, but maybe this is what saved me. I ordered the version that's the Pro, the Story So Far collection, which I don't need because I already have versions of all the other collections, and also the Funko Pops <laughs> that came with it. And uh, the Pro arrived in, and Story So Far arrived yesterday. The Funko Pops were supposed to arrive today, but since the whole United States is experiencing weird weather, winter conditions right now, they delayed it until tomorrow. So hopefully my flag is in that box and I'm not thinking about it. So we'll right. see. And if not, maybe I'll try to go to GameStop over the weekend and see if they have any left. Um, and then I'll hang mine up in the background too. I have, I have room over there. <laughs> yes. But yes, I have three copies of the game now and I think I might end up just keeping all three of them because they're all like a little bit different. I sent you a picture of it, but basically like I got impatient on Monday when Best Buy announced that you could go to stores at 9 p.m. and buy it. Um, I went and I bought a copy of the standard edition and then my dad had bought me a copy of the deluxe edition, which arrived yesterday. And then I bought myself the PS4 Pro version that also came with a copy of the game. <laughs> but the... uh the deluxe edition and the pro version both have like those not for resale things on the back of them. So it's not even like, you know, I could have, Oh, I could just return one of them to Best Buy and get my money back. Like, Nope, no, I have to sell them online or just keep three different copies of the game. And uh, I'm leaning towards just keeping them right now, but we'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> just cause I like the fact that the story kind of happens. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the actual game. Yeah. You're almost done. Um, I am eight hours into the game, fourth world. Uh, at this point, I think we should just say we're going to do spoilers up to where I'm at, at least. I would prefer if you didn't spoil anything else for me anyway. Uh, but- dude, I, I literally, <laughs> I will not because you need to see it. Like, I've been freaking out all day. I've been, I've been sending you texts all day. Uh, yesterday, same thing. I'm like, dude, you need to catch up. You need, you need to keep playing. I'm not kidding when I say this is, like, amazing. And every time I'm just like imagining, like, what is it? What is it this time? Um, Dude, it's, you can't even guess. It's so, it's so much. Uh, yeah, I know I can't even guess. So, <laughs> well, and the reason why I know I won't even be able to guess is because even up to the fourth world so far, like I've been surprised and impressed with pretty much every single decision that Square Enix has made with this game. And... Yes which I did not expect. Like I'm, I'm more, more surprised than I'm surprised, I guess. Um, Cause like I was sort of bagging on the game, like, you know, Oh, for starters, you know, anybody who hasn't played them is going to be so lost. What are they going to do? But they've actually done, I think a really good job of giving you the opportunity to learn that background lore. But then they Memory also, archives. yeah. And, but then also the first two worlds sort of reiterate really like What's important? What are we doing right now? Yeah, before you're even done with the first world, uh, or it might it might be even before you start, it goes over two point nine. Shows yeah. you, it shows yeah. you exactly right like where it's leading up to, which is super cool. Yeah, um, and then they've also done a really great job of, to like to the point that I wonder if <laughs> somebody on their development team was like reading people's theories and stuff online and everybody's debates about the game because they've like anticipated a lot of fan questions and have been like answering them early on, you know? So maybe it's like right after you beat Twilight Town, I forget exactly, but there's the whole cutscene where he's like, now wait a minute, if, if uh, Xemnas and Ansem were made because of Terranort, Xehanort possessing Terra, then why is Master Xehanort old again? Which is like the number one thing people ask when they're talking about like, well, the end of Vinjak doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Why is Master Xehanort back? So the fact that they're just like, oh no, no, we know this is a question. The characters in this world are curious about it too. Is like, okay, like at that, like at that point, if there are any doubts in my mind that like I wasn't in good hands, they like they disappeared. I was just like, okay. Yeah. They actually do know what they're doing. You know, the whole joke that like it's a convoluted mess is maybe not giving them credit because they are taking care of those questions. You know, even even from the very beginning, they're answering those questions. 
Yes. So. So, obviously, we already put the disclaimer of spoilers up to the point where you are. Right. Um, let, let's talk about the. Well, first, let's talk about how what one of my favorite things that in the very first world with mm-hmm. Hercules, they actually followed the story of the movie this time, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Like I've been mm-hmm. waiting for them to do that, and and they gave a good reason within the world on why. Hades yeah. is like, nah, screw that. I don't need your heartless. I'm going to stick to my original plan. And yeah. then, he, you know, it follows the story of the movie, which is super cool. Yeah, especially because, like, because um, I had just played that level in Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, like a week or two ago. And they kind of, like, allude to a little bit of the movie story, you know. Right. Like, Meg's in it, that kind of stuff. But... And then it ends with a little bit of the whole, you know, sacrificing yourself thing that he does at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's, but it's neat that they're just like, we're going to go the whole way this time. We're going to bring all the Titans in. We're going to do the whole thing with the Titans, like capturing Zeus. Tate and Hercules is going to come and save the day. So yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. For sure. Yes. Um, you had some You had some interesting thoughts on Toy Box, didn't you? toy box is too much it's just it's overwhelming right it is overwhelming but but it's very it's one of my favorite worlds in the whole game um so basically like i had the thought like oh my god this is just too much for me when like very early in that level too when when you first get into the toy store and gigantic you go into the not a gumball machine but you know like the gotcha machine pricing and they're like, whoa, there's three different paths we can go to. And like they're labeled so you can see which one is floor number two. The game tells you to go to floor number two. But I'm like, okay, where do the other ones go though? <laughs> so like I ride one up and it just is a whole new floor that you can just explore. And I'm, I was just like, okay, like I'm not going to do this right now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I'm just going to get this whole extra space to run around in. And then the funny thing is that, like, you end up, like, the story ends up taking you up there anyway, you mm-hmm. know, except for the actual, like, um, the dolls. Green one. You know, you can't get into the dolls. If you go right up to that floor, oh. you can't get into the dolls room yet. Yeah. Uh, you could explore, like, part of the outdoor kids area and, and that whole floor. Did you go up the, the green room? I went up the green one, too, and there's, you know. And you got the treasure chest. Treasure chest up the, there, yeah. The, the mini game, yeah. Yeah, I didn't play that mini game yet, but yeah, I got that one. I haven't played any of the mini games um, at the end of the game. Uh, I played the first mini game so far, um, and was kind of like I was kind of underwhelmed actually, but um, hopefully they get better because <laughs> I like a lot of the other mini games in this game. But yeah, but Toy Box is but that was sort of overwhelming, and then I went back down and did the actual story stuff, and was just sort of like I'm. I think Toy Box is, is probably the best example of this so far in the early part of the game because of the fact that in a previous Kingdom Hearts game, you would be in the toy store, but each of those areas would be like their own area. You know, there'd be a loading screen between each of them. Whereas in this game, it's just the whole toy store is open, you know, except for the, uh, there's a loading screen to go through the vents. Yep. You know, other than that, the whole the whole thing, you can just roam around wherever you want, you know. So on, on the one hand, it's just like okay, it's one location, but also like I said, it's it's incredibly overwhelming because it's such a huge location, you know, yeah. you can just go around and you can do so much in it, you know. Like I got to the point where I started just grabbing mechs just to move around, even because they have the dash that's so much faster. And I was like, yes. I'm not gonna I'm just gonna walk around this whole this whole store looking for treasure. You know, let me. You didn't. You didn't have to walk. You could air step. You could do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I realized that um, on the second floor, and not the second, the top floor. Yes. Um, but then, but again, like once you're like when you're in the outer areas, but if you're trying to move, you know, just like on the inside, even like in each individual store, right? Quote unquote, or department or whatever you want to call it. But the the other thing about about the toy store, and I texted you this just well. There's a couple things actually. I think that the toy store might again sort of wrap up why I'm having such a fun time with the game is because they're just going for it, you know? So there's the whole bit with the weird doll that is a boss, <laughs> which is so strange. To 
creepy, super creepy. And just comes out of nowhere. Yes. You know? Like I saw that there was like dolls in that room, but like it never occurred to me, oh, we're going to have to fight a doll and it's going to be really creepy and it's going to float around like a possessed horror anime child. <laughs> and then, so that was fun on its own, just weird, creepy doll stuff. But then you go into the video game section and there's Final Fantasy toys on the one wall. And then there's the posters for the, what is it called, Verum Rex game, which yes. on the bottom says that it's published by Square Enix. And Sora's like, whoa, why do I look like that guy? Is that guy me? Like, what happened? Why do I look like that guy? And it's fantastic. <laughs> I guess, like, like I said before, like with the, with the whole Riku scene and the, him asking the same questions that the fans were wondering, you know, it's like they have a little bit of self-awareness this time. And not self-awareness in the sense that they're making jokes about it. You know, self-awareness in the fact that it's just like, we know what this is. We know what we're doing. Our objective is to have fun with it, you know? Right. Because like, because if you think about it, it's like it doesn't make sense for there to be Final Fantasy toys, you know, if Final Fantasy characters are real in this universe, you know. But at the but same time, not... it also sort of doesn't matter, you know. Like it's it's still just fun. Well, here's my thought: like none of the Final Fantasy. Well, actually, that that's kind of false because Cloud is in Olympus Coliseum. But I was going to say like Final but Fantasy. Only, well, him and Orin, Toy Story. Final Fantasy characters referenced so far. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. At least to the point that I'm at. I, was just, I noticed that I was just like, in the intro to Olympus, they reference Cloud and Orin, and no yeah. other Final Fantasy characters have been named up to the fourth world. I'm like, hmm. But anyway, but that's not a point. Uh, I, won't, I won't comment on anything. <laughs> I mean, I know that's like the game, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they show up one way or the other later. But um, but yeah, you were, I think you were trying to make a different point, so I didn't, I didn't actually mean to interrupt you. Um... I don't remember about the toy box. Just how you were, saying, you were saying that, like, well, you know, like clouds in the universe. Oh, I was going to say in in the Toy Story world, the Final Fantasy characters don't exist. So to them, you know, to the other toys, it makes sense. And to Andy, who, which we don't see in in the game, but you know, that's like a game that would be a game that right. Andy would be able to play, like as a right. kid. Well, so, there's also and also if you go to the, the outside of Andy's house, his he has a mailbox and it says U.S. Postal Service on the box, um, yeah, which is kind of funny. But well, no, that, that sort of like is a weird like lore question because the whole sort of meta thing about the Kingdom Hearts universe is that all the worlds are supposedly supposed to have originally just been a single world, you know. So that's why right. kind of like, oh well, you know, how do toys make sense in this world? You know, talking toys makes sense in this world, and also Final Fantasy characters are toys. You know, and like that, like that stuff is not actually like important to me. I don't need that to make sense, you know, for me to enjoy it. I just thought it was kind of funny that they're just like we're gonna right. throw Final Fantasy characters into the shelf in the toy section, and I would yes. totally play the fake Final Fantasy versus thirteen Mirror Rex game <laughs> if they actually made one because it's kind of hilariously cool. It's actually really fun. Um, so yeah, so that's Toy Story World. Uh, overall impressions of the game, um, I like that there's just there's so much of it. <laughs> they they really just stuck in like the, in terms of the battle system. Pretty much anything that's ever shown up in a Kingdom Hearts battle system is in this game. You got you have flow motion, you have form changes, you have summons. Yep. Focus, yeah, focus. shot lock, yeah, shot lock, yeah. Um, it's like all in there. <laughs> um, uh, the attractions are interesting. Um, they're really cool and super helpful. Yeah, and I think I like that they mix it up and that they're all different too. You know, um, even though the um, blaster one is objectively the best. Um, the only one that's like lame is splash ride like the water one where you just like yeah i'm just kind of just water too it sucks it's not yeah, good. you kind of have, you kind of have like the way that i did it and i got it to work really well for me in toy toy store actually when i had a whole bunch of the mechs like surrounding me and i didn't have a mech that i could get into and then the splash thing came out for me 
And what I did was I like bounced it all around and kind of like locked them into it. So then when you do the finisher and you just like ride the wave all around in a circle, then I'll yeah. do them a whole bunch. Uh, but it's kind of a very specific use, I think, for for that to work right. Um, but it, but the the cool thing to me about Kingdom Hearts battle systems in general is the fact that they're they're all kind of just options, you know. Yes. Like if you if you hate the summons, if you hate the attractions, you never really have to use them. You can get by without them, you know. Let's let's talk about this. Did you notice within your abilities that there is an option to turn off XP gain? Yes. Is is that going to be like a challenge that we see on on YouTube? Like people going trying to beat the whole game so, at level one? Um, I do think that that is a trophy in the game. I'm pretty sure it was a trophy for one and two on the final mix versions. So yeah, I do know because I did not. I didn't really get into the trophies for for two. Uh, I do know that in Kingdom Hearts one, there's a trophy for. Uh, Pritch is level one one, but it's also one for never changing your equipment. So like just the default equipment you start with, Kingdom Key everything, and never changing that. And there's also one for which I can't imagine you being able to get all these in the same playthrough, because there's also one for never using a continue, um, which can get pretty dicey towards the end of the game, especially if you're playing without experience points. You know, So I got that, I got that trophy doing um, Kingdom Hearts 1, and I'm trying to get it again. I'm assuming there's one this time. I haven't looked at the trophy list this time, because I don't want to spoil anything for me, potentially. But I'm assuming there's one. So short answer, yes. That is a challenge. Gotcha. And, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll be brave enough <laughs> someday. No way. No way. No. Maybe on easy mode. <laughs> yeah, it's another thing. But... So, so uh, I'm playing on proud mode. You've been playing on standard mode. So you're almost done the Which, game. Last time I checked, I'm, I'm, re- I'm regretting because now I'm like, wow, I really, I really want that like hidden cutscene that's bound to be there, and I'm like, right. shit, I'm already, I'm already 26 hours in. Like, I'm gonna have to do this again. Yeah, or or just you know, one hundred percent the game, whatever the. Because there's you know, you could probably look up what the, what are the unlock guidelines on standard mode. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like find all the lucky emblems, which is so hard. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be. Yeah, that's probably that's, that's probably, probably one, one of the requirements. Because I'm also at a yeah, point one. in the game where I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's probably still and and if there is like. Uh, I, don't, I probably don't have to keep telling you not to tell me things. But I'm at a point in the game where I'm just like, there's probably still even stuff that I don't know about that I'm going to, you know, have to unlock or treasures and things like that. I haven't, I haven't, I'm assuming there's some kind of like secret report in the game. I have not encountered yet at my point in the game, but every other Kingdom Hearts game has some version of a secret report, you know, and I've not found any yet. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm playing on proud mode, so I'll let you know what the secret movie's like. Or probably just replay the whole game again before I get to finish it because I don't have probably if you do. <laughs> probably. Have you died at all yet? I have not. Not in combat. I've I've died once and that was in the gummy ship. Do you do you shop at all? Do you use the shop? Do you buy potions? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Have you so uh, to in standard mode? Do the Moogles sell? I think they're called Kupo coins. Yes. Yes. Have you used any of those at all? No, I bought one. You bought still one. on the first one that I bought. Still the first one. That's funny. I I bought one and uh, ended up using it. And so that thing I described before, where I was like, surrounded by mechs in the toy store, uh, I ended up using it in that scene, like without really realizing it, because I had like half health, <laughs> and something just like one of the mechs just punched me and killed me, and I was just like, "What the hell?" But but it just instantly brings you back to life. So I was like, yep. all right, I guess it was good that I had that because I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yes. Um, especially because I want to go for the no continue, so I just would have had to reload. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not really having too much trouble yet either besides that one sort of random moment. But the way that proud mode tends to work, because I've played most of the games in proud mode at this point, is that like there's a pretty sharp difficulty hill that just comes up at the end of the game where they're suddenly just like, all right, now the game's actually going to be difficult, you know? So 
We'll see how that works out for me. <laughs> I know you want to tell me so much, but <laughs> just finish the damn game. I need to, we need to talk like ASAP. There's okay. so much crap that happens, dude. It's gonna take There's me so much. Two weeks probably still before I'll be able to play it. I can't last that long without talking to someone about it. Dude. This sucks. Find someone else. Uh, well, you'll be able to go to you know forums and things, and you'll be able to be free on the internet. I haven't. I mean, stay off the internet. Like to the point where I even I was telling a friend today about the Verum Rex game, and I was like, and they don't play Kingdom Hearts at all. I was like, hey, this is a really funny, cool thing that they did. And I told them I was like, you know, I'm sure the video of it is online somewhere, but I am not going to Google that to send it to you because I'm just afraid of even punching the words Kingdom Hearts into an internet yeah. now and seeing what's yep. going to come back. You know? Yeah. I haven't I haven't even gone on Google or anything other than looking at the Metro thing right now. So Well and you're almost done, so you'll be able to you'll be a free elf pretty soon. Um okay so let's I think we should, we can probably like wrap this up for now. Uh any closing thoughts on just try to try to imagine for your for a second like what the beginning of the game felt like for you and, and what you you know you're been incredible the whole way. The whole way through the, <laughs> the whole way through, dude. I've been on the edge of my seat yeah. the whole time. And just having the conversation with you earlier where you were like, It's it's crazy for me right now. and I'm like so I can only imagine what you're you know seeing. I'm like, you have no idea. It just right. keeps it's a gradual uphill of just kick assness and awesome right. storytelling like plot twists and and just so, so much explained and i'm just like i can't handle it all right that's good that's to me that the, the thing that's most exciting about that is the fact that it kind of delivers on what i was saying earlier the fact that i was impressed up front that they were willing to address those things you know, and they're saying, hey, basically, we know what you're wondering. We're going to get to that. You know, like the third scene in the game is Maleficent being like, yo, where is that black box? You know, and then at the end of that level, she's like, oh, we, I think the Book of Prophecies is in the black box, you know. So the fact that they're like talking about those things and then you saying like, oh, the story just gets crazier and crazier and keeps going. Like that's it's reassuring to me because they continue to do what they're you know what they they're 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 pretty secretive about it in some cutscenes too like they'll they'll like have characters whisper to each other so that the the player can't hear it and then they'll explain it like two cutscenes later and i'm like oh my god i knew it it's it's crazy that's funny there's there's definitely one specific thing that i want to talk to you about because we had we had talked theories before and sort of get an answer in one of the cutscenes and I'm not going to tell you when or what, but we we were talking about something about it, and I, I just really want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. <laughs> it th- it was mind blowing. I was like, "Holy shit, this is so cool." Okay. Okay, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> I won't say. Anything. No, gonna, I can't say anything. I, I want to get back to playing. Right. Okay. Then we'll, we'll wrap this up then, because I'll just think <laughs> my thing is that like I'm kind of at a point like what I said before was that right now. They're just like teeing up a bunch of stuff, you know. So like, like I said, I'm being reassured that the, that the questions are going to be answered, you know. And they're introducing. They start teeing things. off. Like I'm really start. like, I almost don't even want to say this, especially on camera, because your your reaction is going to give something to it. But but they're even doing interesting things, like in the in their interactions between some of the characters that are like making me wonder about like extra stuff, you know. Like um, like Zigbar shows up in Olympus Coliseum. Um, I guess just Olympus, and he's in Thebes. And there's the part where he like starts to say like, you know, the the may your heart be your guiding key line, and then just like it cuts out, um, and it cuts to like another cutscene. And then there's the part where he like shows up in Twilight Town and approaches like Zemnus and Ansem, and he kind of like yells at them. And I'm just like, why is isn't aren't they supposed to be like above him? Like why is he like yelling at them as if he's their boss? Like what is going on with these, you know, character relationships now? You know, so. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at right now. That's what I'm interested in. I'm excited to see where it keeps going. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. I'm going to. There's. I. I don't. I can't remember that. Well, actually, I do remember that specific cutscene. But there's just, the character relationships in this game are insane. Like yeah. I. That's all. Good. It's. It's nuts. Good. Good. Okay. 
All right, so let's, let's just uh, wrap that one up there for now because <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how long we've been going, but um, I think we've covered everything that we need to cover at this point. Um, hopefully in a week from now, you're going to be done and on your second playthrough of this game. And I'll hopefully be, I'll probably be at, I don't know, not where you're at, but closer. So, so we'll see by then. Just depends on how much I can I can binge this weekend. Um, that's gonna do it for try now. To, try try binge a lot. If you really try, you can be it. You can get to the, you can catch up by Sunday. Yeah, but I have. If you really tried, I have other adult things to do. Uh, so <laughs> I do too this weekend, which is why I'm trying to beat it. Uh, anyway, so trying to beat it. Yeah, you're trying to beat it by Sunday. I said so. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it tonight because. Oh, I'm 100. Two days, I guess. Technically, 100. Yeah. I'm going to beat it tonight because I have stuff that I got to do tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday. But I'm I'm really excited. I want I want to see where this ends because I'm yeah. I'm literally on the on the probably the last hour and a half of the game right now. All nighter until it's done. I'll probably finish it by 11. It's only 9:20. I just I'm, uh, I'm I'm just like hoping. Now that that she'll be like, oh crap! There's a hidden epilogue that I didn't know about that's like playable. Like you know, at the end of like a, a of Dream Drop, basically, like that game kind of ends, and then there's just like an extra hours worth of stuff afterwards. You know, so I'm like, ah, uh, that's what that's going to happen to you, basically. So okay, yeah. Um, well, let's wrap it up. I'll let you get back to that. I got to go play myself, and yes, you do. Um, try to let me know your thoughts. You're on Tangled. I just got to Tangled. Yes. So we'll see where it goes. Finish it. Finish it. Tell me thoughts. <laughs> I, did I text you? Did I say World 4 or did I say World 5? Was, uh, you said World 5 was, when you really wanted to hear things from me. But, you know, every world basically you're like, you were texting me crazy things. I think I think World 5 is when shit hits the fan. Like when, like, actual, like, because up to this point, I think it's like very, like you said, teeing up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when they just start swinging. Right. Good. So, <laughs> Good. so you're getting there. You'll start. You'll start. You'll start when, sitting on the edge of your seat. When I bought the game um, on Monday, the person was just like, "Yeah, you know, I'm hearing it's like, you know, 30-ish hours if you just sort of go through it really quickly, but then a lot longer if you, you know, take it take longer than that." And I was just like, you know, I'm ready for just like 30 hours of just what you're just hitting it, you know, just going. Uh, I'm 26 and a half, and I took my time in most, almost every world, except for looking for all the lucky emblems, because some of them are really freaking That's why I'm wondering if there's, maybe there's some extra stuff that's going to surprise you, you know, but we'll get to that. I hope so. Well, something already, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we're going to officially end this now. Um, Thanks for for hanging out here today, Spence. Thanks for maybe watching or listening. Um, If you're on the podcast version um, which was probably the whole thing all at once. Um, thank you for listening this far and uh, leave us a review on iTunes so that everybody else can find us and Apple will care about us and treat us like we're real children. And uh, if you're on YouTube, give us a like and a subscribe. Um, as you probably saw this week, um, I did a review of some switch accessories. There's going to be some more stuff like that coming in the future. We're trying to mix up some of the content on there. So it's not just talkie talkie stuff all the time. Uh, but that's going to do it for today. Um, my name is Alex. This other guy with... I'm Spence. That name. And <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter. I really love G1. And that's going to be it. Thanks, Spence. I'll see Thanks. ya. See ya. Nope.